Hello, my fellow book lovers, and welcome to this week's episode of Five Reason Friday, where I break down the five reasons why you should, or in some cases, should not read certain books. In this week's episode, I'll be discussing the five reasons why you should read The Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, which is a revolutionary insight into how to see work and life in order to live like the new rich. Now, I reviewed this book on my One Minute Book Review channel, and that will be in the description below. And I'm super excited to review this as part of the Five Reasons series. I've implemented some of the strategies that Tim Ferriss has said in this book, and I've seen some really, really positive outputs from that. So I'm really excited to get into this. Let's get started. Reason one, revolutionary. Many entrepreneurs and lifestyle enthusiasts have referenced the four hour work week that I've read previously and talked about how Ferris explains a new frame of mind when it comes to work. This wasn't the case with generations before us, but now we have the possibility to do so with the help of technology. Whereas previously you'd have to go nine to five job in the same location, you can live remotely. You can work from your phone and outsource much of that work in order to live like what Ferris terms the new rich. Now, it's important to state here that the new rich doesn't necessarily mean monetarily rich. It can mean rich in time, rich in other sort of resources. And it really stresses that in the book. And it depends about what you desire as a person and what are your passions and living to those passions, not just being bogged down by a certain type of work, but really following that. I personally have seen the benefits of applying this logic to my own personal life when it comes to work and outside passions and developing those at the same time and trying to find a balance between the two. In some cases that might mean quitting a certain job if that if you're at that stage or it could just mean adapting to the one that you've got at the moment and that just comes down to your personal preference. I mean you can read the book and see where you are in your life. Uh, it really encourages you to do some self-analysis and figure out how to make your life more efficient both inside and outside work. Reason two practical. The reason why I think this book is set apart from its other competitors in the field is it gives step-by-step how-tos when it comes to revolutionizing the way that you see work and finding that time in order to do other passions. There's two examples that I want to bring in this video from chapters six and seven. In chapter six, Ferris talks about cultivating a selective ignorance. Now I love this point because many times when you're at work you're bombarded with information and actually this is the case both inside and outside work you're bombarded with information and which information is do you need to listen to and do you need to adhere to. It's very difficult now when information is so readily available but if you really think about the information that relates to you then you can pick and choose the ones that you can really apply to you. I mean 90 to 95 percent of the information that you hear is not relevant to you. So analyze the information that's relevant to you in order to save time and become more efficient. In chapter seven, Ferris talks about the art of refusal. Now, this isn't the refusal when it comes to your boss asking you to do something and be like, no, I don't want to do that because, you know, you've got X reasons. It's the art of refusal. So when it comes to a certain meeting or a conversation, you can politely reply that I've got I'm busy, I'm doing some other work. And a great example is emails. A lot of the time when you're at work, you're checking through emails every couple of minutes, a new email comes, you get distracted from a piece of work. But it's, let's say, checking emails two times a day or sending out certain reminders to say, I'm only checking emails at 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. So I'm only going to reply at those times. And by doing those, I'll put this into practice. It works because people know when 
to get you and when your attention is for an email. So they'll purposely not send an email at a certain time and they'll send it when you're ready and then when you can reply to it. And I've really seen the benefits of this. A lot of this just comes down to having an open and challenging conversation with whoever's superior to you and to say, this is not related to me, therefore you don't need to bother me with this. And there is a way to say that. And this is what Ferris states in the Art of Refusal chapter. And that's why he considers it an art, because it's something to be practiced. And he gives you tips in order to try and practice this. Reason three, liberation. Now, this might seem like a bit of a loaded reason. However, I think that it's the essence of the book. It's you need liberation from the current structure you're in. And to find liberation, you can use technology. So Ferris talks about outsourcing or he talks about having those open discussions like we talked about in the last point to really liberate yourself from anything that you feel is like holding you down and not giving you the right efficiency and time management to live both your work life and your personal life. And this book is a, a, a whole package when it comes to liberation. It's finding those passions in order to fit your life around that rather than seeing work and life as two separate things is trying to merge those two together so you can find some sort of balance when it comes to that and the liberation is really important and is a central part of this book because it needs some sort of open-mindedness when it comes to approaching it because if you're going to come in close-minded then you're not going to feel like this is possible and the liberation aspect's not going to be there so have an open mind feel like the book is going to liberate you in some way or another and there's no certain aspects of liberation that applies to one person. Each person has their own different way of seeing liberation. Some people love the rat race. Some people love doing the nine to fives, being part of that hustle and bustle, whereas other people love the quiet and they like to perhaps spend more time with family and all that kind of stuff. So you just need to find what works for you and then therefore just do that and ask for that. Be assertive towards that and be passionate towards that. Reason four, forward looking. Now, many people have ingrained habits and expectations when it comes to jobs. Some people in the older generations think that you have to do the nine to five. You have to work a structured hour in the same place, same time, that kind of stuff. Some people love that structure, like I said in the last point. However, there's a realization at the moment that you don't have to do that. There is other ways in order to earn the money that whatever suits you, any income that suits you, that's out there. And most likely you can find what you're passionate about and then live a certain lifestyle that you want around that passion and it's forward-looking because as life expectancy increases and healthcare gets better and all those kind of things we'll live longer therefore do your passion because you're going to live longer you want to be doing something that you're passionate about and that you enjoy and ferris state that states this all the time in this book it's find that passion find what makes you tick and then build a lifestyle and life around that as your work rather than something that's separate. Reason five, suggestive. Now, this book is a suggestive book. It's not a Bible. It, it will show you the ways that you can improve your life and lifestyle by outsourcing, for instance, and improving your life in certain ways. And there are a lot of practical points, but it's a mindset first and foremost. There's a mindset in order to go into your life thinking, yes, I can change this, I can change this, I can change this. And it's the way you should approach the book as well. I don't encourage readers to go into any book expecting to take everything from it because you're not. For instance, in this book, Ferris talks a lot about outsourcing and I've talked in this video a lot about outsourcing, but some of the points in there, I don't quite agree with outsourcing a lot of it. 
some because of ethical reasons, some just because I don't like to give up control when it comes to these kind of things. But it depends on the reader. So read this with an open mind. Take some preconceptions that you might have about this and kind of throw that out the window and just take what you can out of the book. It's a great read and it's still a bestseller. So there's a lot of good points that you can take away and some really good action points in there as well. Ultimately, Ferris leaves a choice up to the reader. There's a template for you to go and follow that he writes in the book, but it's up to you to make that choice. There has been some changes in technology when it comes to when Ferris first wrote the book, but that doesn't change from the template that he sets out. You can just adapt that to the technology that you have at the moment. And that's why I think this book is so good, because regardless of technology, this template can apply down the road in a couple of maybe a decade or two time it can still apply because it's the way that you live your life and the lifestyle surrounding that that's it for this week's episode of five reason friday where i discuss the five reasons why you should read the four hour work week by tim ferris let me know in the comments if you've read this book or if you want to read this book and you desire to read this book because you want to change your life i'd love to hear from you that's it for this week's episode thanks for watching